This podcast is brought to you by Shout Engine. In less than five minutes, you can start your own podcast for free with ShoutEngine.com. You ever wrap up with an episode of Hooniverse and then just go, damn it, I need more content. I need two guys talking about cars, saying ridiculous things and insightful things on occasion, but you know, at a rate of more insight to ridiculous than maybe Jeff and Chris produce. Well, you're in luck. There's Unnamed Automotive Podcast with hosts Sammy Hajasad and Benjamin Hunting. Sammy's from AutoGuide. Benjamin, he's a freelancer. He used to work with Jeff. They're buddies. That's all you need to know on that front. He's awesome. So these guys, they travel around. They do the journalist thing. They review cars. They check out old stuff. They tell you what's cool, what's weird. They throw out their opinion on just about everything. It's Unnamed Automotive Podcast. On the plus side, beyond all that other good stuff, Sammy sounds kind of like Eugene Merman, and if you know who that is, you'll appreciate this reference. And if you don't, don't worry about it. Either way, check out Unnamed Automotive Podcast. They're on iTunes, they're on Google, they're wherever the hell you want your podcasts, because they're Unnamed Automotive Podcast. Check them out. All right, uh, Hooniverse, once again, from SEMA 2018 at the Magnaflow stage and uh, run by uh, my little company here, Shout Engine. We've got the stage and we get the uh, little recording studio out back. Uh, we are joined by Jason Angle of Classic Recreations. How you doing? Good. We've, uh, I think this is three or four years running now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah it's like more like five. Yeah. You're, you're always <laughs> one of my favorite guests when we come out here because it's just, you can come on and just bullshit. You're, we, we operate at the same speed on a lot yes. of stuff, so it, it works out nicely. I think that, and I think we're so wore out by the time we talk that really do just kind of chill out. It's nice to just not be, like, on, if you know what I mean. Yes. Uh, I mean, yeah, we're on stage, which is kind of funny, the irony of that, but we're, like, <laughs> the least, the lowest key as we could possibly be at this Absolutely. point. Absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, we were just talking about the fact that nobody can keep their hands off the damn cars here. It's crazy, man. You I were mean, telling me this dude was, like, leaning on a truck over there, like, rubbing his fingernail up and down the, I mean, it's, probably, what is that about? $300,000 bill, do you think? Uh, that'd be my guess, something yeah. like that. Yeah. I mean, that thing, it's it's got a matte paint job, so literally the worst thing you can do is touch it. You know, I truly believe that maybe half of the people here are not actual car builders. Oh. What do you think? Yeah, I, I car builders, I'd give it 5 to 10%. Yeah. Uh, I think there's a lot of people here that work for these companies and friends, like the spectacle of the show. Friends, of friends, brothers. You know. Well, and how many times have you worked for a company before you got into, you know, before oh, you yeah. opened up your business where you're like, oh, trade show? Cool. I get, to, I get to go drink for a week. Absolutely. You know, that's and you know, there's nothing wrong with that, but no. just be respectful of other people's stuff. Absolutely. Um, I mean, have you ever had any horror stories with your cars that you brought in? Oh, my God. So last year I had a gentleman drop his phone on the top of the door, Ooh. and it took a chunk about the size of a quarter all the way down to the metal. Yeah. Yeah. So, and was he not touching it before that, or was that just a pure... That was an accident. Okay. Yeah. That's a little different than, like, being, like, leaning on shit. Yeah. I mean, it still sucks, but it's... That's a true accident. I probably said some things to that guy I probably shouldn't have. Yeah. Um, Yesterday, we were sitting at the Boss 9, Yep. and, you know, I just bust my ass on this car, and I'm so proud of it. 
And we're just sitting there hanging out, and this dude just walks up and opens the door and gets inside of it. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? This is not the auto show. No. Uh, this is not This isn't a car lot. Yeah. Just uh, uh, <laughs> shut the door back. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, oh, my God. He's probably done this to other cars, too. Yeah. You know? These are people that have no personal boundaries whatsoever. Mm-mm. Nope. Zero. Yeah. It's the same guy that you'll, you know, you'll be in a bathroom and there'll be 30 stalls and he'll be the one that walks up <laughs> next to you. Yeah. I, that's so funny you say that because that happened to me today. Yeah. It was the craziest. Yeah. I don't want to get into that, but that was really weird. But yes, no, I know exactly what you're Or, you know, about. when you go to the grocery store and you make it, go to the back part of the lot specifically because you're driving one of your parks you, right next you to you. Yeah. Something nice. Yeah. Yeah, and then some dude comes up to you in an 87 Corolla and parks three inches from your driver door. Yep. Yeah. Yes, yes. I, I had an altercation with that once years ago at work. It was the same situation. Huge parking lot, nobody there. And this guy in this real beater car comes and parks next to my GTO that I had just bought. Ugh. And uh, and I'm like, dude, what is the thought process here? Yeah. And he's like, I wasn't thinking. And I go, exactly. Yeah. And that's probably the facet problem with every facet of your life. And yeah. I probably <laughs> made that guy's day really bad. But yep. You know, this guy, and like, I'm like 25 or 26 at this point, and I'm, identif- I'm identifying, like, you don't think about things very well, do you? And no. he's like 40-something. I agree. You know, I, I don't want to be too mean about it, but at the same time, it's just like, get some I'm kind of mean. Yeah. I don't know. I was a little mean this morning to that guy, but it is what it is. You know. Yeah. Well, no, that that's warranted. Getting in your car, that's way over the line. Hey, what if I just walked up to your car, parked at, you know, the grocery store, and opened the door and get inside of it? There's zero difference. Yeah. There's As no a matter difference. of fact, that might almost be cause for <laughs> calling the cops. Yeah, no shit. Because that is almost, you know, it's almost a B&E. I mean, it's, it's crazy. different, but yeah. Uh, so uh, speaking of that car, that thing is goddamn gorgeous. Can you Thank tell you. us a little bit about it? So this is our first uh, Ford licensed Boss 429. Uh, wanted to come out with a bang. It's a monochromatic, murdered out black. Slammed on the ground, Boss 429, 69 model Mustang. It is a true hemispherical head on this car, so it is a quote-unquote real uh, Boss 429. Right. Did that with 546 cubic inches, though. I went a little bit That's bigger. That's a big motor. Yeah. You know, I could have gone to like a 614. Really? Yeah. There's I, enough meat in that block to oh, do that? Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah. I, I just, I mean, at that point, we were like, I mean, I think 546 is big enough. You ever think of doing one of those with huge bore, but just completely killing the stroke on it so you can get it revved to high hell. You know what's weird about this? I drove the car, and I'm glad you said that. I thought this thing was going to be a torque monster out of the hole. Yeah. And eh. no, Really? This is weird. This thing hit, it must be the cam, about three grand. Mm-hmm. It's on a, It's like a turbo. It's the craziest thing. Just a huge uptick in power. Holy shit. Yeah. I mean, it, that thing hit three grand. It's like, oh, my God. I mean, it just comes to life. So. Yeah. Uh, it's an animal. I think it's the size of the runners. You can literally damn near, no joke, set a uh, tennis ball in size of the, uh, the intake runners. Oh, that would make so sense big. because it's got no velocity at low speed then. Right, right. It's They're just huge. Say what you will about the problems with things like VW Venos, but <laughs> they fix that problem. Yes, you know? yes. Uh, it's it, it's amazing the work that goes into that. And, like, people sometimes don't, like, they always think that bigger is better on that kind of stuff, and it's not, not always the case. Yeah, I agree. We almost, I, I called my shop after I drove, because I hadn't driven the car until I got here at the photo shoot. That's right. pretty bad, huh? And uh, so we were, and I was getting on it pretty good, and I'm like, man, what the hell? And my tech, uh, one of my shop foreman, he goes, dude, step into it a little bit. Get up there on three grand. Oh, boy. It's, it's, uh, it was strange. So this Boss 9, you're shifting to about 8,000. Yeah. In a big block. 
yeah. with 546 that's cubic a, inches. That's that's a lot. It's insane. Yeah. Yeah. Have you uh, maybe thought about changing the gearing out on that thing? Put it yeah. in the sweet spot a little more. Now, good. 370 in it now with a six speed. I mean, it's pretty damn low. Yeah. You know, um, it's pretty low. I think what we're going to do next is we're actually going to probably choke it up a little bit. I've got three and a half inch exhaust on this car. Yeah. With two inch primaries. I think I'm going to step it down to an inch and five eighths primary and do like a 2.75 on well, the Well, you know who will do that math for you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Rich Waitis. Right he, here. He's saint of Magnaflow. Yes. He is a fucking genius he with is, that stuff. He is, man. He takes really good care of me, too. I told him what I was doing and uh, told him that, you know what I was trying to accomplish and mufflers show up at my shop. No shit. Yeah. We're like, oh. You know, it was great. Yeah. Um, boy, it's loud. Oh, yeah. I don't it's doubt loud. it. I mean, displacement that big and pipes that large? It, no bullshit. We were pulling in here to SEMA. You know, a lot of killer cars here. Yeah. You know, so let's be honest. I mean, they're beautiful. I'm coming in, and I have vendors, no shit, coming from different to go look at this car. It's so violent at idle that it's one of those that thumps your heart. Yeah. Like, you can feel that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that was cool. So, um, very aggressive cam on that. Extremely aggressive. That's why it's got Hydro Boost on it. Mm-hmm. We measured it. produces four inch pounds of vacuum. Really? <laughs> so, yeah. We're like, um, we're going to need to do something for brakes. Yeah. That's, uh, it's got Hydro Boost now. Yeah. Although, the interesting thing being is now, uh, especially with all the stuff that's been moving over to um, electric accessories on on newer cars, yes. that's becoming an option for guys like you, where you don't have to worry about those 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 hydro boost systems, where you can just get a pump off of a BMW or something like that, and Absolutely. probably work really nicely. Because then packaging is a lot easier too. Oh yeah, yeah. It's the the, the we're using a GM hydro boost. I mean, well, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, and I use one off of an Astro van. We buy them brand Wait, new. Are you allowed to say you have a GM part on that car? Well, the way you say it is built for tough with chevy stuff that's how you say it okay <laughs> but um now i am using a gm hydro boost on it it's a wonderful unit what's odd is then i'm using a 96 cobra master cylinder which actually came with hydro boost interesting yeah it's weird that's the only way i could get it to work well it works great i mean but you've been really good about cobbling stuff like that together over the years and figuring out how to mix and match stuff a lot of guys just don't think that way of mixing and matching weird shit Oh, yeah. You know, but, like, um, are you still using, like, a couple of years ago, you were talking about um, you were real hot on those LSA fuel pumps. Oh, yeah. Uh, you're still using that setup? Absolutely. Okay. This so one what? has twins. Oh, does it? Yeah. It, it takes that much fuel, huh? Oh, yeah. Twin twin pump. Twin so, Z01s. Refresh huh? my memory. What was the advantage on that again? So, returnless. Yeah. But, you know, I don't have to run a stupid return line. I can sit here idling for three hours, and my fuel doesn't get hot. So, it's not continually circulating underneath the car. It's gonna it's gonna give the car fuel when it needs it. Right. Um, that's the way a new car is. Um, technology, man. I I just learned it the hard way. You know, I've done these A one thousand pumps, which are great. Yeah. We do them when I recirculate, running a ten an line. I can guarantee you, your fuel will be so freaking hot. Oh yeah. By the time, and I, by the way, this has happened to me, coming out of SEMA in that parade. You know, shit. I'm I'm sitting there idling for an hour and a half, two hours. Yeah. And the damn pump starts whining really bad. Then you know something's going. Because it's upset it's with so all that extra hot. heat. Yes. Yeah, people yeah. don't realize it, but fuel is what, what cools your fuel pump. Oh, absolutely. And that's, like, the number one thing of, like, people that chronically keep their tank low, that's why they burn fuel pumps out. If you keep, you know, a quarter tank of gas in your car at all times, chances are you ain't going to burn out a pump. Oh, man. It's 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 so weird that something 
you wouldn't think of like that really improves my car. Yeah. And something that small. But, no, man, it's it's killer, dude. We're doing uh, twin pumps on it and returnless, and then we use a PTFE fuel line when, you know, Teflon coated. Mm-hmm. So I don't have – my cars don't smell like gas when you set them in your garage. That regular AN line permeates fuel, and you can smell yeah, it. Yeah, it wicks out just a oh, little shit, bit. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Mine, mine aren't stinky. No, I was talking about that with the, the guys that built that F100 out there. It's mm-hmm. just like the thing that I like is when you can do a build that, you know, the biggest compliment you can give it is that it drives like an Accord. Oh, yeah. And that, you know, it just everything works and you don't have to worry about it every week. And there's just no tweaking. Like, Absolutely. That goes on with it. Yeah, you're done. Yeah. I mean, you can drive it. I mean, it's weird jumping a 819 horsepower 69 Mustang. It's a boss and be able to listen to Bluetooth, turn your AC on, power steering. Uh, the biggest luxury that I am fully set on at this point is having CarPlay and Android Auto. Oh, yeah. In the head unit. It's like none of the manufacturers can design an interface for shit other than when Audi handed it off to Google. Yeah. You that know, was cool. But give me CarPlay or Android Auto, and it just takes over all the shit that you don't want to deal with. And they do, you know, Apple and Google's it. designers are a thousand times better than oh, any of the manufacturers. Yeah. I did, you know, the new F-350, when we pulled the cars down, it's got um, the Apple CarPlay. I love it. Yeah. I mean, I had my iPhone on the entire time. It was awesome. I read my text messages. I didn't even have to lift my hand off the steering wheel. It was sick. Yeah. That and, you know, and I said on another show earlier, it's just like really good headlights. Because oh, you get awesome. used to driving new cars that have, like, HIDs or LED lights yeah. on them. It's, yeah, you're addicted to it. Yeah, mine's uh, got that, what is that, uh, it's called, like, a lighting package or some shit. Anyways, it's the LED halo kind of thing, yeah. the jiggers. It's great at night. Yeah. I mean, it, you, you, it looks like daylight outside. You're right. You are right. Once you get used to that, you're like, oh, well, I want to do that. Yeah, know? I mean, it's like going back to a rotary phone when you're using old bulbs. <laughs> you're like, why, why did we ever do this? It is, man. It uh, is. You know, and it really, you want to look at it, it's kind of an investment. It's like, well, probably going to save you from potentially getting in an accident, and uh, you're not going to be replacing bulbs because the LEDs will just run forever. Last forever, yeah. So, are, it's like, all, have you moved over to, like, putting all the little bulbs in your cars? So yeah. All, all LEDs Everything's right? LED, dude. Yeah. I have my boards built for me for my taillights, um, all LED. I do LED interior lights. I mean, there, there's no, you know, I don't have any really uh, regular bulbs anymore. They're all all LED. Even my headlights now are LED. They've been for about four years now. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You probably started doing it with, like, the CR1, right? Yep. So the CR1 Camaro was the first one with, um, yeah, it was, actually. Running that, it's really bitching. It's a it's a headlight. It's an H4 bulb. Yeah. Um, LED built by Cree. That's what we run in all our cars. Yeah, I've got Cree's. Uh, when I bought my Fiesta ST, I replaced everything with Cree bulbs, like, yeah. immediately. It's badass. Yeah. They work great. They're bright. They're nice. They're not too... Uh, bright, where it's you know it's gonna anybody will flash your headlights at you or anything, but it works. I mean, it makes it safe. It's easier to drive. It's comfortable. Yeah, and you know it's just one less thing to have to worry about. It's like it's no longer bulbs are no longer a maintenance item at that point. No, yeah, you don't have to worry about them anymore. I love it. I so love it. okay, so that uh, that Mustang you got out front there, mm-hmm. uh, it's it's funny. Like now I've I've known you long enough and I've seen your builds long enough that I can pick your builds. Just based on two things, <laughs> and that's spoiler and front bumper, mm-hmm. and the way, especially the spoiler. Because I remember you told me you spent like I don't know, like yeah. 150 hours on that ridiculous. CR1 when you built that. Yep. Because you pulled that off like three or four times and redid it, right? Yep. Okay, so the Mustang, how many times did you do that? Because uh, that one looks real clean. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Um, that one there, probably about a four week deal. Okay. I'm just going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth, just trying to. Is that the one where you just go like, why do I do this to myself every yes. time? 
pretty much. Yeah, okay. my wife in there. It's, she's sitting here in the other room. She'd tell you. She's like, what is your deal? What is your obsession with this? And I'm like, I, I want it clean. I want it nice. I don't want it to where it's like, oh, my gosh. You know, I don't yeah. want a shopping cart handle on the back or anything. So I'm trying to make it, you know, look clean and sleek. I mean, I think I accomplished that. I yeah. really do. It's it's clean. It's not too bad. Uh, and, and like you, I get people walk up and go, what the hell is different about that? that that's clean. You know, what would you do? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's clean. And on the bumper on the front. I took and cut the corners and bent the bumper in. Yeah. That's how I did that. Yeah. And then shaved the rails off. Because I had a guy go up to me today. He goes, I've got a boss now. And he goes, man, how the hell did you get the bumper to fit so well? I cut it and I moved it in <laughs> and smoothed the bolts off of it. You know, it's a little trick, but it sure does make it look good. It makes a big difference. Yeah. Yeah, it's clean, man. It looks good. And this one here, as you noticed yesterday when you saw it, you know, this one here, I... I kind of went, stepped out of the box for us. Um, a little bit above what I normally do in that most of my stuff, man, is a little bit out there, I think. I'm trying to catch people's attention. Yeah. This one, dude, I, I kept it really clean, and I'm happy yeah. I did. It's it's restrained. It's the polar opposite of your CR1. Yes. The CR1 is just all the yellow. The yep. gauges almost look like uh, they almost look like Ferrari gauges in that yep. car. And this one is just very, everything's very nice, very, very nice, but it's got a subtlety to it. Yep. It doesn't say I need attention. Yep. Uh, which is also nice for when you're out driving them and you don't have people gawking and doing stupid shit. Well, you know, it's it's funny, man, because um, when I went to design that car the way I wanted it, I got Ben and I was with him. And to be really honest with you, I was pretty pissed off at the time. Um, just angry, you know, and I was like, I put that into it. So I wanted that car to look pissed off and angry and blacked out and red stuff and just, you know, pissed off it's funny because people that have come up to the booth are like man that car is pissed off it's angry and i'm just laughing in my head you know because it's really an expression of a way i felt a reflection of where you were at the time (laughs) yeah i was pretty pissed off so we it just we're so busy we're right now our business is a thank thank goodness man it's it's you know we're we're flourishing so we got so many projects going on and that car really wasn't supposed to be this year yeah so at the time when it well, you did it in some crazy amount of time. Ninety four days. Yeah, I thought ninety four was the number, but I wasn't yeah. certain on 94 that. Ninety four days. Yeah, complete you, car. Yeah, you. Your wife probably was angry, dude. I wasn't home, man. Yeah. I wish she was sitting up here with us. I, I literally, I guarantee there was at least probably six nights I spent the night at the shop. No shit. Yeah. Um. It's yeah, crazy. And sleeping at work sucks. It sucks, dude. Uh, Domino's Pizza knew me by name. Um, oh God! So <laughs> how tired did you get of that? Stuff? Oh, it was so bad, man. That and those. Uh, you ever had those those purple monster drinks that are sugar free? God, I, I won't drink any of that stuff just because it's just it's, like I can. You crack them from across the room and you can be like, it smells like cancer. It does, dude. I, I normally don't drink that shit, but uh, we didn't have a choice, you know. So yeah. uh, we were ODing on Monster and Domino's Pizza. So it was it was an interesting. Uh, I, I think I'm getting old, brother. I don't think I want to do that anymore. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, yeah, it gets old, but that's also why you hire lackeys too. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. 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 I had them there. Trust me. I know you do. It's, yep. uh, yeah, we've had that discussion before. Yep. So, okay. And then, uh, you brought one other car, didn't you? Yeah. So I brought a red and silver GT500CR. It's in the Ford booth. Yep. Um, it's a really cool car. It's a Gen 2 Coyote with a Ford Performance Supercharger. So it's all Ford Performance. Uh, Ford Performance Supercharger, Ford Performance Gen 2 Coyote, Ford Performance Transmission, Clutch, Bell Housing, everything. So that Supercharger, I assume that's a Roots Blower. 
Yes. Or is it a twin screw? It's a Roush twin screw. It is okay. a twin. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's a bit more, yeah, it's more efficient. Although the the the, uh, the roots blowers now have gotten really, Pretty the badass. new Edens are really good. I mean, they got the yeah. four rotor. They're not as inefficient as they used to be. No. This one's 670. Um, I mean, I think that's, I mean, that's a great horsepower range car. I, dude, you know? I, I've had this conversation so many times, but like more than four or 500, you can't really, you can't really use, use it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's, it's, it's. it's Nowadays, though, and you, as you can see out here, I mean, shit, if you don't have a 1,000 horsepower, it's like, oh, you know, oh, yeah. It's, the Internet has created a horsepower dick measuring contest. Yeah. It's just, and it's just, you can't use it. I know. And the problem is when you're in a 1,000 horsepower car, you sneeze and you die. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. I got red car there that I was just telling you, 670. You can blow the tires off doing 80 miles an hour. You know, what, what the, I mean. Yeah. I don't know. And the only reason that, like, you know, the big manufacturers get away with it is because they have their stability in their traction control systems. Oh, yeah. Because it would be unusable on something that, <laughs> yeah, like... Yeah, there's no way. Anything that, like, you know, a, a shop like you could build, for the most part, at least with what's available in terms of parts that you could buy, like, the traction control systems and stuff like that, they're just not as good as the OEM ones. Oh, no. You know? No, 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 no. Not until you get into super expensive they're racing like applications. mega violent, dude. Yeah, um, I've I've used them from a manufacturer that's three letters. I won't say it on your show, mm-hmm. and I'll tell you this: when you go to him, it's like I mean, you you feel like maybe you know someone punched you in the back five times. They don't work. Yeah, um, you're but like you said, the OEMs are much more intelligent. I mean, that's one thing where you know when GM was building shitty stuff, they mm-hmm. were investing a lot of money in that, and long, a long time before other people were, and it shows off because oh, yeah. their traction control system and that C7 is fucking incredible oh dude same with it same with the camaro yeah it's it's just the mustangs are good and they're getting better but it's not the same i'll tell you my three i have a 350r yeah um in fact last year when we were sitting here yep i had gotten a vip allocation from ford motor company for a 350r as they should considering all the all the marketing you give them i was so pumped about that it's like my wife she was like what are you doing i was so i was on cloud nine so i got this car and their tracks control, it's better than they used to be. Yeah. Um, it actually, it's pretty cool. Um, I wouldn't honestly want to drive it without it. Yeah. It's pretty slippery without yeah. it. Um, you, you might end up around a telephone pole. Um, but, hey, it works pretty good. Yeah, because pro drifters, we are not. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I can hold a line and, you know, have a little bit of fun. But I guess at a, to a certain point, and it's just, you lose it. Exactly. And, and what are you talking here? 500, what, what are the power... What is that car? Five twenty six or something? Something like that. I mean, shit! It it's it it's insane power. Yeah, I'll scare the hell out of you. You know, five twenty six. So yeah, it's it's a cool car. But you're right. I mean, it, you know, you get in that traction control and drive it in comparison to something vintage. You're trying to do an aftermarket, and now no, we're not yeah. even on the same page. No. Yeah, it's uh, I mean, and now of course they're doing the GT five hundred with yep. the, you know, uh, I got wind that one is here. In Vegas. Interesting. Right now. Oh, yeah. Seriously. Okay. I haven't seen it. Something tells me we may see it in the next... I could potentially see that this evening. Oh. And I might privately text message you and let you know what I'm thinking of it. Okay. Uh, I mean, these hypotheticals are interesting. <laughs> uh, interesting. Does not surprise me in the least if it hypothetically exists. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's uh, there's stuff like that that goes on here. People don't realize it. Like, I saw the Ford GT way before now, most people were supposed to yeah you yeah. get a little lucky with that stuff you seem to know people too uh, i do and and that was um 
you know, that was uh, through a video game company that was modeling it, and I went to an event of theirs where they were like, don't show, don't, no pictures. Yeah, no pics. Yeah. I was told, though, and, and this is, a, this is a, a really good source, that the 500 does not have the flat plane crank. Yes. Um, it's basically a coyote. Yep. Um, that is supercharged. That's that's what has been relayed to me as well. Now I have done a I have a 350R model customer, okay, mm-hmm. that I did a Whipple on front feed. Mm-hmm. That's a mean son of a bitch. Does it still rev out the same though? Oh my god. Yeah. Um, this put down 791 to the ground, uh, and it is just a really good broad power band. Yep. And it's funny. Um, we were talking about, it, and then when I was speaking to my source at Ford about the 500, that um, I think what they're going to do, and I haven't confirmed this, but I do believe that it's a, a different cylinder head, different piston, obviously. Yeah. Um, probably going to go with a steel oil gear. And stroked of, out maybe a little bit. I think it's stroked 0.2. Yeah. Uh, I can pretty much confirm that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and um, and then supercharged. So. Yeah. Man, it's going to be an animal, man. I've also been told that there may be a dual clutch involved. Yes, I've been told that. Uh, because um, uh, Tremec has been sitting on that transition for a while because they they acquired the company that designed those. I believe McLaren was using that design, and then they acquired them like five or six years ago. And the rumor was is that they did it largely because they wanted to get it in the C7, yeah. and then GM gave them the finger and said, nah, we're just going to use one of our automatics. Well, uh, which, I'm over here drooling because, you know, I'm a manufacturer, and you know that's going to become a Ford Performance part now. Yeah. Well, I guess from my understanding of that transmission is, you know, they've designed it for transaxle and longitudinal, and uh, it's going to get used in a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, as it should because, I mean, the only really, really good auto that I like these days is the ZF8 speed that's, uh, you know, that gets Badass. licensed to a lot of stuff. Like, the Chrysler's use it and everything. Oh, yeah. And it's one of the few things I really like about the Chrysler products. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. It's, uh, and the ZF8 speed's a great auto, but oh, there's just no comparison to a dual clutch. No, man. I, I mean, Mm-mm. the if it's the McLaren or the Ferrari or the Porsche dual clutch, that's just amazing. It is amazing. You know. Speaking of cars, and I, was, I, I really wanted to share this with you. So... I had the great opportunity of going to a dealer there in Sacramento, California of mine, and handed the keys to me to an Enzo. Interesting. I have proof. Yeah. Okay. No shit. I got to cruise around California in an Enzo. So was that a little bit of a moment for you? Like, oh, what? what is my well, life now? It was, it was on my bucket list. Yeah. Okay. So I will say this. It is an extremely violent car. Yeah, I did not think it was going to be. Yeah, that thing rides like shit too, right? It. Have you ever ridden in a, uh, a radio flyer as a kid? Oh yeah, yeah. Just yeah. same feeling. Like going down a radio flyer right, and on a flight right. of stairs. <laughs> no shit. I mean, it's so rough. There is no carpet in that car. Yeah. No insulation. You can feel the engine heat coming in the back. You know, coming behind your back. But what a freaking cool car! But it's interesting. I mean, it's just like that was. When did that come out? Was that like? Shit, I don't even know. 2003, somewhere in yeah. that era. But, uh, you know, and then, you know, we got the LaFerrari a few years ago. Oh, man, it's sick. And, yeah. um, you know, I'm not a Ferrari guy in general, yeah, but I either. appreciate some of the stuff they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I, I love the current F12. Yeah, me too. And the FF, strangely, I love the FF. It's the world's fastest hatchback. It's badass. 
It's all wheel drive. It's the craftsmanship, man, is what I look, you know, as a car yeah. builder, dude. I'm like, all of those are what you just said. And then that Enzo, man, you're like, holy shit. Yeah. I mean, just look at it. It's but, I mean, amazing. just look at the the progress that's gone between the the Enzo to the LaFerrari. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, the LaFerrari. It's so different. I, mind you, I haven't driven that, but I know plenty of people have. And it's relatively civilized car mm-hmm. you know versus to be fast before it had to ride like shit oh yeah and it had to have zero amenities and now you've got things like the la ferrari the 918 any of the mclaren lineup and they're all stupid fast they are dude and they don't ride like shit no 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 they don't I, i've got a client that has a la ferrari um and a gt2 rs porsche yeah as well um he's here um the new gt2 rs yes, or the previous gen new oh yes oh he paid a lot of money. Five sixty. He'll yeah. tell you. Yeah. Five sixty. Yeah. Those are going way over sticker. I was like five what? And he told me that I was like, God bless man. But you know, it's what he wanted. Did you see the VIR lap times around uh, that thing? Uh, it's. I think it's eight seconds faster than the nine eighteen was. Shit. You know. You know what's crazy is for a fraction of the price. The ZR one was only two seconds. Oh, off. I know. No, I know. It I, was. It was amazing. You get me. I. I they get me on that topic. I told him with you. But what's I, crazy is those two cars were so far ahead of everything else that was a supercar or a hypercar yeah. just a couple of years ago. Yeah. It's, it's, there's not even a comparison. I mean, no, was, the development rate of this stuff now is just, it's picking up, it's like getting exponentially faster at this and point. Ford's got to do something. They have to do something at this point. I think that's what this 500 is all about. I yeah. really believe that. Well, they're getting, I mean, look at, you get the Demon. Demon's and kicking the, the 350s And ass. you get the ZL1. Yeah. And they're just, I mean, especially the ZL1, it's that's got the handling dude. that a GT500 does, and arguably better because that Alpha chassis I is, agree. I, and I know I sound like a broken record to the listeners, but the Alpha chassis is almost unparalleled in the industry. It's badass. And then they gave it that motor. I mean, I didn't expect them to go and throw the full LT4 in there, and then they did. Yeah. It's I'm, a sick car, dude. No, yeah. I'm with you 100. percent I'm kind of expecting them to do the swan song and just throw the LT5 into like a couple th- into like a thousand cars. Or My something. biggest thing with a Camaro, though, man, and I, I'm really anxious. I want to work with a new Camaro. Yeah. Um, someday we'll be talking here about one that I did. I will tell you that. But I mean, I wish that you know I will give Ford credit in the avenue that they build kind of the elusive cars, which I think are super cool. So yeah. You know, if you look at a Mustang, you're like, oh, that's a cool Mustang. What the hell is that? Oh, well, that's a that's a Shelby 350. Yeah. Hmm, what? And then you'll also see some of the Ford little secretive things they do. I don't know if you've heard of a trimmer truck. No. It's a shit like that. And I, I wish GM would do that. Or wait, the trimmer truck. The trimmer was a, a 150, okay, yeah. with a, a, it had a black stripe. You've probably seen it and didn't know it. Off the fender and down the door. Yeah. It was black, and then it had black wheels on them. And Wasn't that supposed to be like the newer, like a kind of an ode to the lighting? And I think my understanding, and I owned one, was that it was the in between a hey, I don't want to buy a Raptor. Yeah. And I want a regular F one fifty. It was really cool because inside the interior, they took the color of the welt cord and made it the exterior color of the truck. So if you had red, you had red. You had blue, you had blue. I mean, it was really cool. Um, but anyways. I think that's what's cool about the Mustang with Ford is that people think mentally, and I think you'll have to agree, they look at a Shelby 350 and like, oh, my God, it's got to be so fast. And it's really not. No. That but, car's about winding it out and enjoying the corners. Bingo. And it's it's, it's a good styling cue car. So I'll give – I'm not partial to brands, but 
I'll give Ford that credit that, hey, they, they did something with the Mustang. Yeah. You know, and especially the new one, because I, I think it's sick. Yeah, I, I own three cars, and all of them are from different marks. Yes. Drastically different marks. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. you know, it's I, I have, I've lost any brand allegiance I had when I was younger. It just happens there are certain things that I prefer working on than others because they're just, one, I know them, and two, they make them easy to work on. Yep. LS engines are easy to work oh on. Oh, my gosh. Yes, they are. It, that's, it's great. They are. And then Hondas, any aspect of Hondas, are fantastic to work on. They are. Everything is modular and everything is plug-and-play. Yes. They're brilliant at that. I agree. I you agree know? with you. Versus, like, my Fiesta's okay to work on, but there's still some stuff that I'm not kind crazy about. Kind of a pain about. in the ass, yeah. I know. You yeah, know? you're right. You're and then, right. And then my Macan, I think I'd rather drop a brick on my foot <laughs> than work on that. You yeah. Know? You've yeah. got it. I was looking at downpipes on that, and the the explanation for the downpipe installation, uh, it was uh, step one, refer to factory manual for drivetrain removal. Oh, nice. They route the downpipes over the CVs in the front and then over the transmission. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, that was not thought through very well. No, it wasn't, because no. I know that thing could make a shit ton of power with, oh, with yeah. downpipes on it. Oh, yeah. You know. Speaking of shit ton of power downpipes, so made a deal with Garrett this year. Yep. Who's also under Con Media. And I will be here next year with a twin turbo vehicle. Very cool. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to that. Have you done a turbo car before? Mm-mm. That's what I thought. No, I have not. That's a whole other kettle of fish. Oh, too. yeah. Because you're going to have to get into torque management. And... Oh, yeah. I'm excited to do it. Um, what's so awesome is Garrett's actually going to involve their engineers. Yeah, so I've had them on the show before. They really love this stuff. That way, yeah. I, I could just be the asshole that builds headers, and they can design all the rest of this shit. Yeah. Um, I'm really looking forward to that because... I think that puts me into a whole nother level of production car. Okay. Twin turbo. Yeah. No more noise. Don't have to worry about all that shit and screaming and moaning and everything. And, you know, and, and you and I both know they, they build insane power yeah. with a turn of a knob. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's crazy, dude. It's crazy. Well, I mean, look at the look at the old BMW uh, F1 motors and oh, stuff yeah. like that. Grand National. Oh, yeah. I mean, really? I mean, a six-cylinder whooping the vet's ass? I mean, come yeah. on. Uh, or yeah, the current one that I really like, I like the uh, the uh, LF3 and the LF4 oh, yeah. and the, the, the caddy cars get. Like, yep. I had the, uh, you know, you people think and don't think of it, but, like, the CTS V-Sport, not the full V, but the V-Sport in the right. middle, that motor, the LF3 in there, it's a tune and you're 550 at the wheels. Oh, yeah. It's WRX. Insane. Yeah. Same thing. Or my little Fiesta. Yeah. I mean, that was. Absolutely. That was literally a tune. I never swapped the turbo on that thing. Yep. Uh, I got a downpipe, and we increased the boost, and it was uh, it went from, like, about 200 to 240. Yeah. In a 1.6. Yeah, that's insane. Rally cars, the best example, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you'll use a little 1.4 or a 1.6. It's insane. And they'll six, 800 horsepower out of them. Now, Tanner know? Faust took me in a rally car. Yeah. And um, Tanner and I have worked together many times on different studies. He's pretty funny. I, I like Tanner a lot. Dude, that he's, dude can freaking He's drive. one of those weird people that never ages, too. Yes. Yeah, it pisses me off. Yeah. He got in my car on um, Top Gear, and he knows my car, so. But he hadn't even driven it yet, right? He jumps in it, and they're like, Tanner, pull around the corner. When you're done, just do a burnout around there and spin out and land here. Uh, literally, he hasn't been in this car one time. Mm-hmm. And he's on his phone just texting his daughter. And he's like, I was like, all right. And he's like, I'm cool, dude. I'm cool. And he pulls around the corner. I hadn't seen him yet. He just landed. and was yep. like, All right, take one. 
and he just comes blaring around the corner and perfectly landed exactly yep. where the guy went. I'm like, what the fuck? How is that possible? Yeah. You know, yeah, the dude's the uh Yeah, I always, and, and like him, I've seen him do it, and I've seen a few other guys at that level do it where they do quick emergency stop just to see how the brake pedal feels, and they do a hard hook to the left, hard hook to the right, and they'll do this in 200 feet. Yeah. And they'll go, okay, I know how it handles. It's insane. Yeah. It, it truly is insane. Um, but, yeah. He, People don't realize he's the one that taught Block how oh, to He's drift. a badass, dude. Yeah. And, and, you know, he doesn't get, you're right, he doesn't get the credit where he deserves it. He, I, I, I have to say again, I've been with him four times. Yeah. Okay? On TV shows with him, with my cars. And I'm telling you, I've never in my life to this day seen anybody that can drive like him. No. He's, ever. Rally drivers and drifters don't get their credit that's due amongst some other drivers. Yeah. Um, especially the rally drivers. Uh, but, I mean, you look at, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Kimi, uh, Kimi Raikkonen. Uh, uh, he's, you know, pro rally driver. Yes. And an F1 driver. Yes. You know, that's pretty rarefied air. That's like, you know, that's being at the top of your game in the NBA and then going and winning the Heisman. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, Vaughn Gittin. Yeah. Vaughn. <laughs> we, we're, uh, I'm friends with him and <laughs> we were out at the, uh, what was the, uh, Thermal Club. Mm-hmm. You ever been there? Uh, I have not. It's where I need rich to go. people go. Oh, yeah. And, Sorry to interrupt you. This is the <laughs> it's so a country you, club of, of racetracks. You've known me a long time. You know I'm the Oklahoma boy, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I roll up at the thermal club. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Yeah, these are private garages. These are homes that are nicer than mine, built into the wall of the damn track, dude. Mm-hmm. It's so cool. Anyways, he's out there and he took me in his drift, his RTR thingamajigger car yeah. deal. Holy shit! I mean, all I have to say is holy shit. Mm-hmm. That guy can drive too, dude. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's, he's, I bet we were, it seemed like an inch, but it was probably like feet, a foot from the wall to 130 mile an hour drifting. I, I, knowing how he drives uh, and having been around it, no, it probably was an inch from the wall. <laughs> he's crazy, man. Yeah. He's a good driver. Um, I'll give him there, but Tanner's driving, it, it's just a different style of driving. Tanner is uh, probably one of the smoothest guys I've he ever is. seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's just, He's been doing it for so long. He's so good. But I remember, you know, stories starting out where it's just like, yeah, I learned to drift using a school bus. He was telling me that in ice or some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Snow or something. He'd take him out into a, just a, you know, yeah. just a, a, you know, lot Weird. that hadn't been hadn't been plowed yet and just screw around. Yeah. So what do you, what do you think about all the Jeeps here this year? Like everywhere. I feel I like mean, we're Jeeps surrounded by Jeeps. have never really been my thing. I respect them for what they are, but, like, there's, there's been of, a big rise of trucks. And we talked about this on a couple of other shows. It's yeah. just like. Uh, you know, Veltech over here, yeah, like lowering trucks. I have a Jeep, and what the, what the fuck? I, I, I'm not saying it's bad. I was like, no. wow, uh, I didn't know they lifted trucks. Uh, so this is new, I guess. Yeah, I, I don't it's, know. it's. I don't know what it is. I mean, it's <laughs> funny. I mean, Ford unfortunately killed off all their passenger cars, with yeah. the exception of the Mustang. Uh, you know, so like they're like they're tripling down on trucks at this point. GM just released their earnings call, and they've made all this extra money. Basically, all their profits came off trucks. Oh yeah, and it's just like I find it hilarious that. Every time gasoline gets a little less expensive, mm-hmm. everybody goes and buys giant trucks. Yeah. And then they, and as soon as the gas prices go back up, as they always inevitably everybody do, sells their giant everybody truck. goes, God damn it, I can't <laughs> afford this thing. <laughs> yep. You know, You're so right. Very short memories, and it always happens in like five or six year cycles. Yep. So. It's crazy, man. Yeah. It's, uh, 
Yeah, it is what it is. So what other uh, trends are you kind of seeing around here that are catching your eye this year? Uh, lots of carbon fiber. I'm seeing carbon fiber everywhere. Yeah. It's like, wow. Um, nothing against carbon fiber, but I mean, I'm, I, I told my wife earlier, we're walking around, but it seems like, I guess that's the trend. Yeah. You know, put some carbon fiber. It seems like people just aren't as scared of it as they used to be in terms yeah. of working with it. Yeah. Did you see this demon thing, Majigger, out here with the red shit on it with carbon fiber? No, I did not. You haven't seen this? The demon? Yeah. Right oh, here. Oh, this one? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I have fucking to... insane. Yeah. That's cool, dude. I kind of yeah. dig it. That, that and the GT40 up front. Oh, well, yeah, of course. Yeah. GT40 I mean, with a modern GT drivetrain. Sick, dude. It's yeah. sick. Yeah, yeah. No, I'll give it that. Uh, but anything catch my eye? Uh, I think... Uh, Even I th- just, like, new tech and stuff that you might want to integrate into oh, your yeah. projects. Yeah. So, um... Talk to King Shocks. Okay. Okay. So, uh, I think I'm going to do that. I was yesterday, I was hanging out with, um... Uh, Ride Tech. Yeah, Ride Tech makes good stuff. Have you seen their new uh, spherical rod in? No, I've not. Dude, this is badass, man. This is smart. So check it. It's got this spring in it. Mm-hmm. So as it wears, the fucking spring comes down and makes it, I mean, so basically it's consuming it that. Forces room. the contact. Right. Yeah. Smart idea. Why has nobody done that until now? No shit. So uh, I thought that was cool. That's a neat idea. Yeah. Um, the new Ranger. Yeah, I, I have to go cool, and get dude. it. I've only just walked past it. i got to go get a look I'm at it. i front with you. It's cool. Yeah. I'll give it to Ford. That was a smart idea. Yeah. Um, goodbye, you know, mid-range. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, these modified ones, they look really good, dude. And it's not because I'm partial to a brand. It's really not. Oh. I just think they do a really good job of making a mid-sized truck and a crew cab. That's what everybody wants. Um, and it looks good. Yeah. I mean, the I just had the Colorado ZR2 a few weeks ago. Yep. That thing's a great truck, too. Yeah, it is. Suspension on it's amazing. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, it'll be good to see that come in because, quite frankly, Toyota had the, the run of that for a long, long time. Oh, yeah. And they really slacked off because, like, they still haven't even put a new motor together. I don't know for what they're thing. doing with that. Yeah, uh, I agree. Well, you know, and the other thing is they've had some quality problems, too, especially in states yeah. with with uh, salt. Is their chassis are just on their trucks are famous for just rusting the shit. Yeah, they're not. Which like... is funny because it's the inverse of what it was. That's what they, <laughs> you know, that's part of what they built their reputation on in the seventies of like, oh, hey, our man. cars don't fall apart when you drive them in a shitty, you know, those in are not shitty weather. The same Toyotas that we remember as when I was a kid. No, mm-hmm. I mean the passenger cars are fine. They're boring, but they're fine. Yeah, and, for and the, the Lexus, money. A lot of the Lexus products are pretty great, actually. I always, I always tell us to be a bang for the buck, bro. Yeah, bang for the buck. Yep. I mean, you have to admit the the the, the, the the Nissan, Toyota stuff—they're—they're they're great for bang for the buck. Yeah, I, although I'm partial when it comes to kind of the normal stuff. Like, I like the Lexus, but like uh, when we get into the luxury stuff, more than like the Acura. Um, but I, I kind of find the Honda product lineup to be stronger than the too. regular stuff. I'm with you on and, that. And that Civic R is amazing. It's pretty sick. I just wish it didn't look like a toy. <laughs> like, give me that car and strip all that regular shit off. You know the Civic that they got out now—that's the, the hatchback, right? Yes. Yeah. It's super practical. It's not the prettiest car, but like it's. Like, it's a daily practical car. It's mm-hmm. fantastic. Give me that body with the Civic R drive. I think train. that's a good idea. Yeah. They should do that. I believe that. they're selling that Civic R motor. Is, we is should get a petition. Motor. Yeah. I agree with that. No, I'm with you, you on know, that. Give me the performance without making me look like an idiot. Yeah, it, it's. I agree. It's I, a little I'm bit out there. officially past that point of my life where I'm willing to look like an asshole. Right. You, you, know? Know, you don't want to look like. You know, somebody went to a local auto parts store and stuck a bunch well, of shit on your car. And to be very blunt, I mean, besides the fact that I got tired of hitting the bump stop driving around L.A. in my Fiesta. Boy, I've like, done it. And that car is great. But the other thing is, is, like, I got to go to meetings and, like, 
<laughs> take clients' places and stuff like that. And if I do that in the Fiesta, I'm officially the asshole of right. the week. Yes. You know? We're getting old. Yes. That's what it is, man. We're getting old. Yeah. You know, and as you get, like, you know, you're running companies and stuff like that, you got to, there's a certain, I hate it because I would love that, I, I would love to live in a world where, like, everybody just like, oh, you bought the car that you wanted to because it was fun? Awesome. But, no, I had to, I bought something else. One, because the comfort level, admittedly. Oh, yeah. And then, two, I got to, I got to go to, like, meetings and stuff where I can't look like I'm, you know, like, striking, you know, scraping money together to make the company work. Yep. I know we're only got a short minute left between my driving, you know, I don't pick people up in my R model. Um, it's kind of funny. I stepped out of the box too. We got a, we got a Rover. Yeah. Dude, that's badass, bro. Yeah. Uh, Just get rid of it before the warranty runs out. (laughs) I I knew you were going to say that. I will tell you though, man, it's sick. Um, I had no idea, you know, I never really had one. They're pretty awesome. Yeah, they are. So they're, yeah, they're real nice. We end up buying a sport autobiography. Is what we end up getting. Oh, that's uh, so a nice one, man. So it's got the supercharged V8. Yeah. It's a bad little booger, dude. Yeah. Um, I'm just impressed at how well it drives. That's a very good driving have you, car. Have you fucked around the Macan yet? No, not yet. Are um, you at the Westgate? Yeah. You want to drive mine later? Oh, I would love to, dude. Good yeah. Launch control is sick. Oh, but they're sick. Yeah. No, I, I It almost imagine. sounds like a two-step on it because you just mash the brake and then you just mash the paddle, just the gas, and it just... That's cool as shit. Yeah, it's fun. That's real cool. Yeah, it launches way harder than anything should with like 360 horsepower. Yeah, that's a lot of power, dude. It is, but it's funny. Like by today's standards, I'm so jaded now that I'm like, oh man, it's got less than 500 in that. (laughs) But I mean, it's not a light thing. You know, it's like a 42, 4400 pound car. So it'd be nice to have a little more juice in it. But I uh, I remember the days when like a Fox body was 225 horsepower, and we're like so pumped. Yeah. You know, I had a buddy that wrecked multiple of them with that much power. Damn right, so did I. I did too. <laughs> I mean, is it just me, or is it? Do you have those friends in like high school and college that had to go through like three Fox bodies before they were like, okay, enough. no shit, yeah, yes, I did very much. So I had a buddy much. that wrapped one around a light pole, yep. burnt one to the ground with a bad wiring and you know bad uh, radio install, yep, and then the third one he flipped into a ditch. I'm surprised I didn't die. I drilled holes in my exhaust to make it louder. Yeah. You know, but we were too stupid to understand back then. I was the that. fucking fumes of the exhaust yeah, was yeah, all, yeah. you know, we were, I'm surprised I'm alive right now. Uh, I kind of had that with my Camaro, but that wasn't because I did that because I couldn't afford fixing the rest of the exhaust. So right. I just cut it off under the floorboards. <laughs> and that's also why I affected my hearing in a negative way. For I'm basically running around in a Camaro with open headers for Sweet. like 18 months in Florida. That's cool. Which in Florida, like they don't pretend the environment even exists. Right. So they're like, hey, exactly. we don't care if you've got emission controls or not. Same with Oklahoma. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing. They always say, you know, that Texas blows and Kansas sucks. So that way the, the air comes right through. You know, it's windy in Oklahoma all the time. And they're like, oh, our mission, because, you know, they have these meter thing with jiggers or whatever. Yeah. Our emissions are always the lowest in the world. Well, no shit. But we're flat, and the wind blows 24 hours a day, so all the emissions are going the other way. Yeah. Probably going towards you guys. Um, but, uh, yeah. Oh, that's what I, I mean. Florida, you got ocean on pretty much every side of you. So everybody's like, oh, I don't see the problem. And it's just like, well, <laughs> you know, the ice caps are melting. Right. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, but uh, we got poor Patrick here that's been trying to flag us for the last, I mean, you know, however many minutes. Yes. Uh, dude, it's always a pleasure. You too. I love it. Always been loving the okay. of this on your show. Where man. can everybody find your stuff? Classicrecreations.com. That's www.classicrecreations.com. And, uh, of course, you guys are best known for your Eleanor reproductions. Our Shelby's. Yes. Shelby. 
Yes. Shelby GT500 CR. I said it, CR. you didn't say it. That's right. That's and right. they are gorgeous. So uh, Thank you, man. Yeah, man. As usual, fucking great cars again this year. Thanks, dude. I always enjoy seeing your work, and uh, I enjoy uh, hearing about some of the stuff that uh, you've been hinting at for next year. So. Yeah, man. All right, man. Well, thanks again, and uh, this is Hooniverse for today. Uh, thanks again to Magnaflow for uh, giving us a stage space here and the studio, and I'm going to have to kick a bunch of people off the stage here in a minute. Um, and uh, beyond that, yeah, if you want to do a podcast, go over to shoutinch.com. We'll get you all hooked up. And that's it for this episode from SEMA. <laughs>